Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. Hello, everyone, to episode 72 of In the Marbles. I'm Matt Beamer alongside Preston Mood, along with live streaming here for YouTube. And we're also on the Unhinged Sports Network. So if you're joining us from the Unhinged Sports Network or your regular podcast platform or you're with us on here on YouTube, we welcome you to the show. And Preston, how's it going, man? Uh, wonderful. Wonderful. We, I've learned something very interesting about you just now, thanks to our live chat here <laughs> from Brian Stone and James <laughs> Maples, man. Uh, uh, Brian uh, said you dummied, and I don't understand what exactly the terminology is for that, but you dummied an entire backpack worth of hot dogs during the Coca-Cola 600. Yeah. Can you explain that for me? All right. So <laughs> well, <laughs> this is pretty good. I know. So for a couple of years in a row, we would all go, me, Maples, Stone, we'd have other people that I'd come along too. And my thing, my big thing was always, I'd bring a lot of hot dogs to eat during the race. Right. Now it used to be when I would go up to Darlington just for the day, I would make all the hot dogs in the morning before I left. Right. And just wrap them all up. Boom. Yeah. And a cooler full of hot dogs are coming into the track. Wow. So probably about 24 hot dogs. 24 hot dogs? Yeah, pr- now, I didn't take all those because I probably ate some before the race, but I'm probably I'm probably down at least 15 to 20 in a in a race. It's easy. Wow. It's, it's easy to do. <laughs> what are, you re- are you reading? Uh, yeah, I'm reading more comments. We got the TV closer now. We're improving here on the show. And 
eight people in a hotel room and the first time you had maybe a little too much to drink there, that's, buddy. that's a lie i've i've drank before that but that was pretty interesting too <laughs> eight people in a hotel room that was during 600 weekend also that was pretty interesting okay as well, well so. as you said while we were preparing for today's episode things are picking up and man the things are picking up big nascar is this weekend on track activity not this week and next week. Yeah. However, we're going to say it's this weekend because Speed Week starts, I say, technically this weekend. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm glad it's happening. But I got to say this, and, and I hate to do this so early in the show after the button was introduced. That's my bad. That's my bad. I messed up again. Oh, no. What did you do this time? Our Patreon, our brand new Patreon to the show who is graciously giving us money to do the show and big fan of us from the pocono raceway podcast matt camper i called him matt camp last last week oh, now no, no, i got an excuse for this oh, no. though it's because when i was in the marine corps i had a colleague named matt camp and i oh. must have subconsciously thought uh, of it at least that's my excuse okay for the whole thing. all right that's that's but it's matt camper reasonable. matt i appreciate your continued support to the show and brand new fandom t-shirt is on the way he's got he's entitled to a in the marbles t-shirt and we're going to send them one. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, Preston, we, we talked about your story right there with the hot dogs. A lot of fun there, but how's everything else going, man? Uh, things are good. Trying to hopefully get back to the fire department. Yep. The heart condition is a little bit worse, but it's not maybe it's preventing your, Maybe me. it's your 24 packs of hot dogs per race. <laughs> That's doing it, man. <laughs> Holy that six to eight eggs I eat every morning I or something. Jeez, man. Okay. Well, or just a lot of the unhealthiness that I, in my life, like they said in the chat, the Taco Bell and the McDonald's and McDonald's bundle box was a thing for a while. It was like 12 bucks. <laughs> oh no. There's some things I don't think we could read. If you guys are watching us along YouTube live, you'd be just, you should just show up for the live chat. Yeah. I, I see Jim's comment down there. I'm not even going to think twice. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well hey jim how's it going he's the uh head of the unhinged sports network and we're glad to be a part of it but man a lot of things to go on a lot of things and a lot of stuff to cover this episode so we're going to go ahead and hit the ground running with the news and the news here at in the marvels presented by fubo fubo cut the cord with expensive satellite and cable providers and go with fubo you can start your seven day free trial by going to in the under the partners tab and all the way at the bottom, you'll see a link to Fubo. Go ahead and click on that and take you to Fubo's website where you can try out Fubo for seven days. And if you don't like it, no risk involved. Just cancel any time. But if you do like it, it'll save you half the money and you might just be hooked. So go ahead and check that out before the start of the 2021 NASCAR season, Formula One season, or Indy season. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. For all the racing needs, and that's Fubo.com under the link at InTheMarbles.net on the Partners tab. The first one that came to mind, you sent me the majority of these because I yep. didn't really look anything up. But um, first one coming from Jeff Gluck on Twitter, Jeff Gluck on Twitter, stating that Denny Hamlin is not going anywhere from Joe Gibbs Racing. He's re-signed a multi-year deal along with FedEx. 
which will ultimately probably end up in him retiring from Joe Gibbs Racing. He is a breed within his own. Mm -hmm. One team, one driver, one car number. Amazing story, hence the hat. Okay. I haven't not bought any other Denny Hamlin hat. I got like eight Dale Jr. hats and four Jeff Gordon hats and four Jimmy Johnson hats, but one Denny Hamlin hat. You know, when I saw that news, I saw somebody uh, reply to it and say, it's just more years that he gets to choke with a championship. No, no. He, he'll he get a championship before he's, it's said and done. Well, I, I'm just telling you what I saw. I'm not saying he's not, he's not going to get one. I saw that comment, too, and I was like, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I, I was just like, wow, okay, <laughs> already. Uh, another piece of news, NASCAR done with the development of the Gen 7 car and tire tests coming up here in the next few weeks at Darlington, Bristol, Texas, and Richmond. But I have to say this, done with development leaves this open. Because the article went on to say this, the first crash test at the University of Nebraska in the second quarter of this year so what if they need to change something? If you're still going through crash tests, it's still in development. Yeah, because they're t- well, they they said in that article that teams are going to start receiving their cars by mid June, I think it was. So maybe they're not. I don't know. Who know what? <laughs> oh yeah, Brian Stone's a big fan of Denny Hamlin. By the way, that's why you're looking at that. I don't blame him, man. I don't blame him. <laughs> Denny Hamlin, I've seen win a lot of times, and uh, he's a good racer, man. No, the chat is. Interesting. But uh, going back to the car of tomorrow, or the Gen 7 car. Car of tomorrow. Well, I, almost, I missed that. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> it was hit or miss. But it's first crash just happened in the University of Nebraska. If they still need to change some stuff, it's, do you think it's still under development? It hasn't been through a crash test yet, so yeah, it's still under yeah, development. Well, I don't know what they mean by done then. I'm not really sure what they're getting They're probably at. done adding and taking away stuff. Now they're going to go through and crash test and make sure everything's good with that. Maybe. Maybe so. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe that's why teams will start receiving their cars in a couple months. Yeah, that'd be good, man. Um, I wish they were integrated like they did in 2007 with the car uh, the car tomorrow. Introducing it in Bristol, a road course race, yeah. super speedway, mm-hmm. little by little to test it out. And maybe work out a few kinks, but I think that would have been more fun to watch. But I'm not in charge of NASCAR. I wish I was sometimes. But Don't oh well. we all? But during that same article, I saw this piece of news as well. Rule change. Crew members. And you you know how there's only six crew members over the wall now. And if somebody happens to hold on to a tire when the tire is thrown away and they, re- they lose their balance and hit pit wall, too many men over the wall. Mm-hmm. Not anymore, ladies and gentlemen. If a crew member now reaches over the wall for a tire and loses its balance and touches pit road, no penalty will be assessed for too many men over pit road, over the wall. Good. Now, I'm thinking, what will the teams do to twist that around and stuff? And there, it there's, there's got to be, now, oh, now we could do this. What can we get away with? See, that's Where, what you miss about the sport. When people are just yeah. kind of, what can we get away with now? Yeah. How can we manipulate this? So. I, I, I like that. But you got any news? Uh, yeah, something that really stood out to me was uh, Bob Procrest, he treated, tweeted, excuse me, talking about NASCAR was going to increase the truck field from 32 to 36 for all events. And if there's no qualifying or if qualifying is rained out, it will be at 40. So I kind of I kind of like that idea. I like that too. I don't see why they don't just at that point increase it to 40 now, car or 40 truck field. Yeah. Well, my thing is, it's a 32-truck field, but do they completely fill all 32 every weekend that we know of or every weekend that they the trucks race? No, I mean, it's just like the cup race. I mean, 
their limit is 40, but sometimes there's a field of 38, 36. Yeah, I don't think so the truck's really miss. even, I don't, I mean, but maybe I like it's a that. That will open the door more for people coming in. I think NASCAR's kind of banking on more people coming in at this point. I think so, but at the same time, this is good for the sport because there's more exposure coming to the sport. A lot more eyes, I think, are going to be on this Daytona 500 by any other Daytona 500 only because of Michael Jordan, Pitbull coming in. A lot of celebrities now coming in and people who not, aren't necessarily big NASCAR fans are going to come in now and watch it because of Michael Jordan, because mm-hmm. of Pitbull, to see what will happen, see what the sport's about. So maybe that some of them will go, hey, I'll maybe some music artists will say, hey, I will start a NASCAR team, but I don't want to spend a lot of money. Trucks is the way to go. Yes, it is. Increase it to 40. See what happens. I could be okay with that. Any other news? Well, speaking of Pitbull, Grand Marshal for the Daytona 500. Oh, cool. I get to hear him say... Gentlemen, start your engines. Or yeah. drivers, start Dri- your engines. Hey, be careful. Okay, I, it's sorry. drivers, okay? I don't want to infringe on anybody's <laughs> rights here. Actually, I think that was... I got to research that and see why it's drivers now. Well, probably because when Danica Patrick came into NASCAR, the Cup Series at least. Hmm. Danica probably Patrick's why it, not a part of NASCAR Cup Series anymore. Well, I don't know, man. Maybe it's... I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I really couldn't tell you, to be honest. We'll figure that one out. But hey, I read something else, too. 30,000 people will attend this year's Daytona 500. And that's the amount of tickets that they sold. Or I, that's the, the capacity. I, I am proud to say I am one of them. Are you going to skip through the gates when you have your ticket? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to float and just... You know, are you going to be like off of the movie there. Willy Wonka where you say, I got the golden ticket? No, I'm going to be more like Wayne's World where... <laughs> showing the pass. When I got my high pass in New Hampshire, that's what I was like, man. Just showing everybody's like, look at me. Look at me. I I pass. Don't worry. I pass. It's okay. (laughs) But, man, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of disappointed that it's only 30,000. I don't even know. Wait, what's the capacity of Daytona? The front stretch is 110,000 alone. And that was filled up. And that's a significant blow, man. That is such a disappointment. I mean, at least there's going to be fans there. Yeah, 30,000. So my question is, are you going to – maybe you should make a sign. To hold it up while you're in the stands. Because I'm sure there's going to be social distancing. Oh, around. yeah. Just make a big banner that says, in the marble. Yeah. It, so then, because I, I'm not going to be there, so I can watch on TV and I can say, oh, look, there's Matt right there. That's right. Oh, you can find me. Or, you know, I'll <laughs> be watching and I'll say, look, there's I, Matt. I, I, and I people will what. say, who? And, the, oh, you already missed him. I tell you what. You make the sign. I'll put it up. Uh, okay, we'll see. Oh, okay. You see, uh, it's, all, it's, it's great I don't until have, you have to spend money on it. I don't have it. the... The funds. The resources to make uh, a big sign like that. Okay. I used to make posters when I no, go to NASCAR race day. Don't get throw out the idea and then say it's on you and then back out of it. <laughs> it Maybe Jim will make the poster. No, Is Jim no. going to go? No, Jim's going to meet us there at the campground to do race day unhinged, I think. We're, oh, okay. We're, we're still working out those details. I'd hate to throw it out there and put it on him and say anything like that. But, yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, that's a great idea for us, and I love the idea. Well, I, love, I just I love, throw it out I, there. I love the enthusiasm, but... You got to contribute something too, man. Oh, well, I've contributed uh, everything to this point. You, I'll see what I can do. But we'll see. oh no, breaking the sun, buying the sign will break the bank. No, no, can't do that. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> I like to save my money sometimes. Oh, oh, <laughs> let Beamer pay it all and, and got it. I, I understand. The last piece of news I saw was for the Bristol Dirt Race. Uh, they're going to be having having heat races to set the field. Which sounds like they should do that everywhere. Kind of like the Clash coming up. Or not the Clash, but the Duels coming up. Right. 25 Duels. 
you know, I for, don't know. Dirt, for the dirt race, you're making this a traditional dirt race with heat races and stuff, which begs me to answer, ask this question. If 40 cars show up, are they going to let 40 cars on that dirt track? Well, not if they do heat race. Oh, okay, never mind. You're talking about for the main event. I'm talking about for the main event. I mean, oh, I can see two sets okay. of dirt races line up the outside and line up the inside rows. 40 cars. But now think about it. If 40 cars are there during that race. I just are, need to see what it, I just need to see what the racing is going to look like on that track first before I can determine whether or not I 40 wish, cars. I is wish gonna, I would have bought the ticket sooner. I, I've reserved my ticket for the night race, the September night race. Mm hmm. But not for the dirt race. I should have done that. Haven't they put dirt down at Bristol before? They have, but never for a cup race. <sighs> Last cup race came in 1970s. I just need to see what it's going to look like with race, because <laughs> then we'll determine whether or not you can put 40 cars on that track. What are you laughing at? <laughs> uh, Brian Stone's comment, no artistic creativity either. have to agree with you on that one there, Brian. Jeez, oh, thanks, Brian. Well, but that's all the news I have, man. Well, there's a couple of different other things. All right, go um, ahead. Well, we already talked about the development. I had the development of the next-gen car down there. Uh, Adam Stern tweeting out that team, this is so weird, Live Fast. I don't know why I want to say live sometimes. But Live Fast has a deal with the NASCAR Heat Game developer Motorsport Games that includes primary sponsorship of the 78 car for the first three races of the season. Oh, yeah? This is pretty. That's I've, I find it pretty interesting. I don't really think they have much of a primary sponsor for the season yet. That's good. So... Uh, other than that, Mark Beard Sr., you know, the number 62 team in the Cup Series, yeah. passed away. the team oh, owner yeah. passed away, and they're yeah. still going to field that car how, for the how 500. Did, how did he die? Did it he, did not you know? say. Okay. It did not say in there. Because I looked for that, too, and it's like I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it either, but they're still planning on, you know, Brendan Gaughan raced yeah, that Brendan car. Brendan Gaughan raced always that car. A Always fun to watch. Underdog. Really? Those, a, a competitive underdog yeah. at the restrictor play yeah. tracks. But, uh, yeah, they're still going to field that car, and I wasn't good that was going to be in that car. I have to look it up now. We'll look it up. We'll talk about it during the class segment. But yeah, man, any other news? Uh, nope. I think that was about it. I mean, I mean, we could probably go on for days about all kinds of different yeah, sponsorship like, announcements. Like, like you said, man, things are picking up. Yep. It's coming down to the wire. We're getting ready to go racing here next week, and then the Daytona 500 next Sunday, February 14th. I'll be there. Can't wait, man. And I'll be watching for my couch. another Daytona escapades. Just as much fun as last year's Daytona Escapades. Okay. All right. Second part, man. But if you have no other news, we're going to go ahead and uh, take a break and get into our uh, Bush class preview, but not before we hear, listen to an ad read from the Unhinged Sports Network and Teespring. This is in the Marbles, and we will be right back after this. All right, Matt, before we move on to our next segment, I just want to remind everybody out there of our uh, online store, In the Marbles store. If you go to inthemarbles.net under the Merch tab, you can find it. Or if you just head to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash In the Marbles, you can pick up all kinds of merch. We got T-shirts, hoodies, oh, very nice. mugs, all for the new year to get ready for the new season. That's right, man. So we want you fans out there to buy in the marble stuff rock it support the show and uh from now until the end of january we're running a special discount code you want to know what that discount code is what is the discount code unhinged oh very nice for 10 percent off we're going to celebrate the unhinged sports network and uh, the growing success that it has also so be sure to head over to the unhinged sports network and give that a like as well but from now until the end of january 10 percent off discount code unhinged and that's at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash in the marbles or if you just head on over to our website in the marbles.net go under the merch tab and you can find it there right away very nice
back here within the marbles whether you're on the unhinged sports network or your we or your regular podcast platform we appreciate your continued support and uh finally get to do it we finally get to talk a little bit about racing here upcoming the bush clash at the daytona road course now this was supposed to be a the first time nascar cup series was going to race on the road course that obviously didn't happen since Watkins Glen had to be replaced with something. The road course replaced it with them last year. Chase Elliott winning that race. Mm-hmm. But man, first things first, you've expressed a lot of discontent about this road course oh, here. I and, knew this and, was coming. Now I got to understand. Now I got to know before before it starts here. Are you excited about it or not? I'm excited for racing. I do like road courses, but I I'm kind of like with the schedule. So like. Remember how they talked about how the brickyard? <laughs> remember how they talked about the brickyard was? I can't. I can't even. I'm trying not to laugh at our live chat see, right now. It's, this this it's is great. a double edged. This is a double edged sword. Here we're here talking business, and then I I, I throw out a question <laughs> during the break, and it comes back here. But anyway, you like road courses? So like the brickyard. Remember we're moving away from the 400, the regular oval I to told, a track. I, yeah, I totally disagree with uh, yeah, that. So but. maybe it's just the history and the way things have been that the clash you always look forward to the clash being on the high banks of Daytona and that's right. it. We're going to have, I don't even know how many are in the field this year. Let me look at it again. 24, 24, 24, 24 in the field. eligible. So yep. I always use the Bush clash as kind of like a precursor as to what maybe the 500 might look like. Right. Because the duels are never really that crazy. No, everybody wants to say, yeah, we're in yeah. Savior With stuff for this, the we race. know that there's not, you know, there's no points on the line. People want to race. Right. For the win, so like I always use it as like a almost like a practice session for a five hundred. We don't have a full field out there, but thirty five laps right. is what it's going to be. Thirty five, that's it on a road course. And but so I went back and watched the race from last year when they raced on a road course. It wasn't that bad of a race. No, it was it was unique. I'll give you the that. one thing I'm not a fan of with the road course is the fact that they added that extra chicane in before the trioval to slow them down. But I don't know why the reason for that is. But I don't really like that chicane. No. I don't like it, but I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. I just I'm not really fond of the road course. I miss. Maybe they'll go back to it after this year. What maybe, if they say, "Oh, the road course didn't do that great." But the road course is exciting. Well, this is one of those things I think NASCAR did pre-pandemic to hey, let's bring some attention to the clash, make it this interesting, throw a twist in. It's an exhibition race, so they'll throw a twist in. Little did they know they had to use the road course for the pandemic during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm like you. It's a, usually a precursor to the Daytona 500, a good practice session for all those involved and all those eligible for the event. In fact, I'm just going to give you the list of eligible drivers right now. Eric Almarola, David Blaney, or David Blaney, Ryan Blaney. I thought you said David Blaney like I, the magician. No, I, no, I said <laughs> David Blaney like his dad. I, but I, I've been watching a lot of old races to Me fill too. the void. Ryan Blaney, Alex Bowman, Clint Boyer. He's eligible, but he's not looking like he's going to participate in the race. Yeah. Chris Busher, Kurt Bush, Kyle Bush, William Byron, Cole Custer, Matt Benedetto, Austin Dillon, Ty Dillon, who will race for 23XI Racing, should be interesting. Their first little on-track action. This is going to be fun to watch. Oh, they're filming that they're filming a car for that? Yeah. And Ty Dillon's going to be driving it. Oh, I did not Where when did that happen? I don't know when it happened, it just happened. Ah. Uh, That's all I know. I missed that. Chase Elliott, who's obviously going to be the favorite for this event. Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, another favorite to win it. Jimmy Johnson, he will not participate in it. It's eligible, but he's focused on IndyCar, and I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Eric Jones, Matt Kenseth will not participate in the race either. Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, Ryan Newman, Tyler Reddick, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Martin Truex Jr. So a 21-car field on the 
technically, yeah. So technically, twenty-one cars on a Daytona road course. Uh, I mean, see, to me, that's Daytona, what I'm also saying. To, to me, the Daytona road course was that much more fun with forty cars in the field. But mm. I'm just saying, lineups are going to be a random draw. That's it, random draw, and the race is going to be on February 9th at 7 p.m. Maybe I'm just into. I just missed the nostalgia to it. Remember how? I, th- I think that's it too. Remember in the past years when the Speed Channel was around, and you would have the Clash coming up, and then you would have all the drivers that were going to be there, and you would. What like the night or two nights before the race, everybody would be there and they would have to pick the bottles out and yeah. they would you know open them up and it would tell you your starting position. Like that's I miss that. That that's what the word I was looking for when I told you before the show. The nostalgia. That's the, what it was. I don't know why I said history. No, I mean, I, I mean history too. I mean, this has always been the precursor to me. This is kind of like the Rolex Twenty Four, where once that happens, you know, it's the speed weeks have started. Yeah, right. But now that the Bush Clash is happening like this, it's. Uh, not a big fan of the road course. Maybe next, maybe next year they'll see the error of their ways and say, "Well, we're going to run the road course anyway in the second, third race of the season. We you don't have to do it." But at the same time, because it, to me, it does two things: one, it takes away from, like you said, the nostalgia, and two, after the race, they're going to have to go in there and reconfigure everything for the oval. I don't know. I think it's a waste of time. It's thirty-five laps for but a twenty-one I'll, I'll, car field. I'll still watch it. It will still be a lot of fun to watch and. Shortly after that, two days after that, I'll be in Daytona. Oh, what day are you going up? Thursday. Oh, okay. Going right. th- going on a Thursday. Get there Thursday evening ish, afternoon evening ish. Are time the duels for- open for the public? I don't know. I might. I'll, I'll probably head over there just to see. Why not? And watch the duels. I mean, the worst Fri- thing they can do is say no. Friday's the Arca race and the truck race. Truck race. Saturday's Xfinity. Sunday Cup. Hopefully, I don't get delayed till four p.m. start time on a Monday. Ooh, might have checked the weather on that one. Yeah, you're going to be my go-to weather guy on the ground. But, I mean, who do you got here? I mean, I got, I'm going to just go with an easy one, Chase Elliott. He's I would say be, the same thing, too. It's going to be it's my favorite. It's either him or uh, Denny Hamlin's a good one, too, okay. like we saw last year. Okay, so you got Elliott or Hamlin. I got Elliott or Harvick. Okay, that's a good one. I think uh, nobody else can touch him. I just don't know if the random draw will really do a whole lot, you know? No, it's not. It's a road course. 35 laps. That's a plenty enough time, it, especially if you, if somebody like Chase Elliott draws 21. I don't think it's going to take him that long to get to the front. It's right. a road course. There, it's not. So. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what we got going on here. The Bush class, really not much to talk about. The exhibition race coming up here next week. Uh, we'll be covering. Speed Weeks is in full force. Speed Weeks is in full force. And like you said, things are happening here it's going to be a lot of fun but that was the bush class uh make sure to check that out we're going to be having a lot of fun and it's not the deadline there is no deadline but in the marbles 2.0 mm-hmm. don't forget it go to in and sign up for it it's going to be a lot of fun this year we got 13 so far and hoping for more i hope so i hope so as well buddy but anything else before we move on to our top five here no i don't think so and now we're going to get into our top five this week, and this should be the last one, kind of a last-second fill, uh, filler, field filler, kind of like at BJ McLeod Racing. Oh, that's not nice. Burn, man. And this week, we last week we did our drivers who didn't quite make an impact or not so top five NASCAR drivers. This week we're going to do our top five racing games. Uh-uh. That's it? Yeah, top that's, five racing games. This, this was it's, a tough list for me. Was it? Yeah, this was a tough list. Well, how many games have you played? A lot. A ton of racing games. I love racing games. 
Oh, see, the only racing games I've played is between NASCAR and Formula One, so I can only rank those. Well, and, and once I read the list, I mean, there's probably there's one on here I know you haven't heard of. Okay, but I have I'll be such curious. fond memories of it. But since I started last week, Preston, you're going to start this week. What was your number five? Oh, number f- oh, number your, five. Your number five video game. And 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 folks uh, on the live stream on YouTube, uh, give us your top five racing video games. That'd it be would probably number list. five would. Pr- I'll probably put NASCAR Thunder 2002 in there. That's the PlayStation okay. days, right? The early. So most of my list is going to be comprised of kind of that era because the later games that were made more recent i have especially the nascar heat games right no no not a fan of those at all if i could put those in like some of the worst racing games i would because i feel like the nascar heat games in the recent years they're too arcade-ish right I, really I, I, told, a lot. I feel like that with regardless of what generation it was what year it was i feel like if you're on the console games it's arcade games. I don't know. The PlayStation games weren't actually really that. I think the PlayStation ones, like 2002, are a lot better than the more recent Xbox of NASCAR Heat. Now, there's a game. I can't remember what year. I think it was like 2014 to 15, which it was okay. The graphics were okay, but you couldn't do a whole lot. It was just you could run in the Cup Series, and that's it. You no, couldn't do anything, I've and never, I don't like those. never been a big fan of the console games. I've never been a big fan of those. I'm curious, though. I want to hear your number five. All right, number five for me. It was 20 years ago that I first got introduced to NASCAR. 20 years ago. I've almost like looking at retirement. If, the, if watching NASCAR was a full-time job, I'd be looking at retirement. Unfortunately, it isn't. But I tell you this. I went to this place as a mystery trip for a youth trip. And I went there and I... And if you go back and listen to our pilot episode, episode one, bad quality and all, if you could look through that and listen through that, you'll hear this story. So I'm not going to give too much away. I sat in a full motion simulator and I raced this and I won Silicon Motor Speedway. You remember those full motion NASCAR simulators? Like in the mall? Like in the mall. Yeah, I do remember those. It was my first exposure really to NASCAR. And after that, I was hooked. For 20 years, I've grown from an average fan to a podcaster to an over-enthusiastic amateur. And I tell you, man, that is my... That's where it all started for me. So that's why that's number five. But I'll, I'll, I'll give you the pros and cons of why I liked the game and why I didn't. And you should do that from four to one as mm, well. Okay. So the pros were, it was a full motion simulator. You sat in the car. You had the switches. You had the shifter. It was loud. It was full motion. And it was fun to play. It was fun to do. The cons. You maybe, depending on the track you ran at, five to ten laps. And that was it. Maybe seven laps at like a Daytona. And, you know, I mean, for the price of admission, I mean, it was like maybe 20 bucks a pop to do it. And it's just one of those things where I wasn't really committed to doing it. Plus, I didn't have it close by and could do it relatively easy but silicon motor speedway my number five okay and 20 years later look at me now (laughs) look at me now i'm just uh you asked me to uh do pros and cons but i don't remember a whole lot about these video games very well that's the thing all right i haven't raced these in so long uh number four would probably be i'd say the nascar 2005 chase for the cup game playstation as well again oh 
listen, those PlayStation, those people sleep hard on those PlayStation games, the early ones. I'm telling you, in my opinion, it's a lot better than these more recent ones. No. You get more control. You get more. You can do a lot more. Like, these, I felt like these were a little bit more involved. So, like, so let's say for this, the PlayStation games, you could, you were more team involved. You had to, you could sign sponsors. Right. Which you can do in some of these other ones, but I mean, it's it, how it come. You got to sign autographs. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, see, like things like that. You had more. You had more. Um, like fans will heckle you if you missed it. It's like, oh, you're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had. You had. Um, man, what's the? I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I, I, just you had. You had to do certain things. Yeah, it was a lot more like detail mini games and like yeah. lack of a driver and right. press conferences and stuff. I remember yeah. those, but at the same time, it was fun to play. But I never really got into the... I, I would play the console games and I would buy the console games only out of necessity. Because I never really had a good enough computer in order to play the good games. Okay. In my opinion. But. Now, I, I'm going to... I will say this. when you, the, the last one you just told me about, which it was kind of like one of those motion sim ones. Right. I think I can insert something into this top five now because if you're talking about that... Then I, about, I, ha- I have just, some. Wouldn't you consider that a video game? Yes. So then in that case, I do have some. I can insert the okay. top five later on in the show. Or and Stone is going to know what it is. An honorable too. mention. Yeah. Stone um, is going to know what it is. All right. Number four for me. NASCAR Silicon Motor Speedway was really my introduction to NASCAR. However, back in the late 90s, I had a friend of mine who was a big NASCAR fan. I, didn't, I wasn't crazy about it. But he had this game. And... We would sit on the computer and play with the keyboard for hours. NASCAR Racing 2, made by Paparis. You remember that game? NASCAR Racing 2? NASCAR Racing 2. It had it was a simulator. They marketed it as a simulator. To where, okay. To where you could just click on it and get on the racetrack, practice, qualify, and race. And the physics were awesome. I mean, it was the first time I ever played it, a video game where the hood, when you hit the wall, would crumple. Oh, okay, okay. However, it wasn't too... It, the gra- the physics weren't there yet where you could go airborne. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I tried to go airborne. No matter if you went the wrong way at Talladega and hit the field head-on and destroyed everybody, nobody would flip. The, the, gra- the physics have gotten better with that. Not saying that's a fun way to do it, but sometimes you just <laughs> want to turn around and see what would happen, see what would happen. But that was my first really introduction to the NASCAR video games. Not NASCAR, the NASCAR video games and just how much fun it could be. And the pros were it was the first three it was the first three D based NASCAR game. So for the time, ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, you look at this, it's like those are awesome graphics. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have the Daytonas, but they had the Rockingham, Bristols, Richmond's. They had all this good stuff in the race in the racing game after that, NASCAR Racing Three was really awesome as well. That didn't make it into my list, but this one did because the nostalgia of the game. And I played it on my keyboard. I would play for hours just trying to figure it out. A was accelerate. Z was slow down. (laughs) A, Z, A, Z. So the graphics for the time were great. However, I had no will that was compatible for it later on. And you'll see that in number three, why that turned out to be important in the late 90s. Okay. All right, number three. You so before number three, you make a you. That was funny how you talk about how you would try to get the car airborne and go backwards and all that other oh, yeah. stuff. Stone and I used to do that. Yeah, uh, well, there was a there was a special patch or special thing you had to download. It was called the flip like 
patch or something. Uh-huh. But see, what would happen was it, it was so such a first kind of gen. It was just still developing. Papyrus was, which Papyrus, by the way, was the precursor to modern day iRacing. Oh, okay. That the physics weren't there and the computing power wasn't there. So somebody came up with this flip patch, but it wasn't the cars wouldn't go airborne. No, the cars would like molt. You know how like a whatever molts a butterfly would shell out a shed its cocoon or whatever? A cicada? Mm-hmm. Cicada? Is that what it is? The cicadas who would shed their shells? I guess. I don't know. I'm not Anyway, it would be like the patch would make it duplicated <laughs> the car. So if you're going down like this and you hit something hard enough to flip, <laughs> it would just be like that. Your car would be there. But it would just flip, and you just flip, just like that. I really don't know how many how else to put it, but that's what happened. And at first, it was like, oh, that's cool. But then when you see tons of – it's like confetti of race cars, like poof. It's like, oh, this is kind of horrible. So I'm glad that the physics have gotten better and everything like that. I got some stories coming up here I could tell you because I got a good one here if Charlie's still on. You could back that's, me up on uh, that. That's pretty good. I like that. All right. So num- that was um, number three, buddy. Uh, number three. Again, back to the. I, I feel like this isn't your list. This is. This is. I had to go back and look at some of these games to make sure I got them right. Oh. So I was. Yeah. Because I, I had to remember what the exact names were because I used to have all these games. But I think they're somewhere at my parents' house in the attic along with the PlayStation. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I still have all that stuff. So. Number three, NASCAR 2006 Total Team Control. And one of the cool things I found about it was you, it introduced being able to radio to your teammates in the middle of the race, which was interesting. But I think this game was also where you could switch between cars during the race, and I wasn't too much of a fan of that. What, but what game is this again? NASCAR 2006 Total Team Control. I, I had to remember look. that. You do remember it? Yeah, because I would always be joined Team Hendrick, and I would always be in the back. So I was like, I'm going to be Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, and see, that, that's, that's the one thing I didn't <laughs> find too fun about it is that, yeah, but, you could radio for help and all that, but you could switch places. You oh, could switch cars. Gosh, I, re- I wasn't too much of a fan. I, I, rem- I remember saying to, you know, hey, Jimmy, come back and help me. He went, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Hey, Jeff, come that. back to help me. No. no. <laughs> Brian Vickers, come back and help me. No. no. Yeah, he, <laughs> Just, That's funny because I did, I think Hendrick was the first team that I decided to play with after the introduction because I think Hendrick Motorsports was the introduction in the game. When you first loaded the game up, if you were starting a new game for the first time, they did that. Stone's right. asking why I said his name, and I mentioned it. Stone and I used to, years ago, like 2005, remember it, was well, the Daytona 500 weekend. No, yeah. no, no, it's not, okay. this, it's not this. We used to drive backwards. I took a console. Me and Stone's family, we went to, um, our families, we went to the mountains. And for like two days in a row, we were just playing NASCAR games, but we weren't taking it seriously. We'd start a race, and we would drive backwards and see how many cars we could take out every single time. Oh, God. So that's why I remember <laughs> that much, but okay. yeah. So, so that, that was your number three. Yeah, but my other two are di- to, much different to, okay. than consoles. Well, so, yeah, well, one of them is a console still, right. technically. Oh, man, I can't wait till my number three here. Back in 1998, I received a Christmas gift, and it was a NASCAR, or not NASCAR, Microsoft Sidewinder steering wheel. One of the first generations of steering wheels to have force feedback. Oh, okay. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. It came with two games, a monster truck game and this one game called Microsoft Kart Precision Racing. The graphics were 1998 graphics, what you would expect in 1998, kind of 2D, 3D ones. But it was my first introduction to open wheel racing. I'm talking, I learned about Alex Inardi, Jimmy Vassar, Greg Moore, and I learned about all these tracks. And I learned for, and it was so funny, because I would try my hardest to race these tracks well. And I would always be like Greg Moore or Jimmy Vassar or whatever. And I would always hit the wall and my front wing would fly off. And it's like, Vassar has lost her wing. He's really torn up. And I didn't understand it. So it's like, I'm staying out. Because I'd always set it on easy and just fly my way around. And like when I was two laps ahead of the field, I was like, oh, now I'll pit. Right. <laughs> but it was so much fun. It was my first introduction to open wheel racing. Again, a nostalgia moment for me. And, you know, like I said, I le- the pros are I learned about open-wheel racing. I learned about the Alex Zanardis and the Jimmy Vashers and Greg Moores and Chip Ganassi Racing and all these guys. And the cons are I crashed a lot because I really didn't know what I was doing. Oh, well. So it was just one of those <laughs> games where it's like, meh. <laughs> you know? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure now I could, you know, get it somehow and play it, and it would be just so much fun. Because those are little nostalgia games that the graphics aren't the best, but... I remember just sitting there for hours just playing it, mm-hmm. playing Michigan, playing all these, you know, road courses, attempting to play. And I would wreck a lot because I didn't understand what I was doing, but it was a lot of fun. And it's a game that you, a lot of people really, I don't think, remember and aren't, aren't on anybody's radar. Microsoft Kart Precision Racing. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it was, it was for the PC. All these games are for the PC, by the way. Oh, okay. All right. When it comes to racing games, PC is the way to go for me. Not console, PC. But that was my number three. Preston, what's your number three? Oh, number two, you mean. Oh, number two. I <laughs> yeah, apologize. I'm on two. I apologize. Two, two. So uh, number two, I'm going to step away from the console games here for a second because I got an idea from your number five. And number two has to do with the NASCAR Hall of Fame. And Stone knows where this one's going. Stone and I went to the NASCAR Hall of Fame back in 2017, I think it was. Stone, you can correct me in the chat if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was 2017 in the springtime. We went to Charlotte for... Uh, hockey games. <laughs> we went to Charlotte for some hockey games. And we were staying in downtown. Right. And the hotel we were staying in was only like was like two or three blocks. <laughs> two or three blocks from the Hall of Fame. So when we got there that day, we said, let's just go to the Hall of Fame. So we went. And so you, your admission, your price of admission got you. They had this like simulator, kind of like a simulator. It was just right. a bunch of cars. 
you kind of it was almost like sitting in the cockpit of a car. They had a big screen inside of it, and uh, almost like a bucket seat, and you know, shifter, steering wheel, everything. Whole nine, yeah. whole nine. So there was you competed with against like twenty other people that were there. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh it was my like gosh, a, it was like a demolition so like, derby. I'm so, sure. So the track of the week was Michigan. Oh, and I'm like, oh, I got this. This is gonna be a piece of cake. This is gonna be nothing. And I got in, and uh, I started probably near the back. And it was a demolition derby. And guess who came out unscathed? Brian. Me. Oh. I lapped everybody. <laughs> I finished, I won the race by two laps. Wow. Yeah. I made it look like it was nothing. I shifted, I got all the way up there, Man, and that was it. Somebody, that, it was a lot of fun. Somebody buy, get this guy a contract. Oh, listen, Holy I walked cow. out of there like I was the best thing since sliced like bread con, after like that. Like Conor McGregor. And of course, I went up to Stone and said, hey, Stone, how did you do? I don't want to talk about it. So, no. so it's, it's even says I wrecked on like lap one. See, <laughs> yeah, yep. But it was uh, it was funny when everybody started wrecking. I was like, oh crap! It was. I mean, it was literally right after the green flag. Oh, dropped. I know. So I slowed way down and I just did this little number and then I just shifted all the way. Like forgot that. the fourth gear and that was it. And people were still wrecking all over the track and two laps ahead. It was no big. Deal. Oh, was this nothing. guy. But yep. that was a lot of fun. That was really cool though. Right. It was a really cool experience. So that was your number two. Yeah, that's my number two. I need to check that out. I have yet, as big of a fan as I am, to be at to go to the NASCAR Hall. Oh, thing. it's a lot of fun. I don't know. It's a great. I have. No, I can't wait to go back again. We need to go there together. We do, and we'll vlog. It's it. a. It's. There you go. We should. There's there's our next project. <laughs> we should. We should. It's right down the road too. Yeah. All right, my number two, a game of which I spent countless hours playing. I, I'm impressed when I say this. I didn't go on dates in high school. Never had time for a girlfriend because I was playing this game. I don't think I'm going to know what the game is. NASCAR Racing 2002. Okay. Is that a oh, PC? PC. Okay. I started playing this game after I became a fan, so I knew the drivers, and when they go, and, and it helped me learn the tracks. When they went to Rockingham, well, let's click on Rockingham and see how this works. Atlanta, same thing. Michigan, all these tracks that the guys would go to during the 2001-2002 season were there, so I played it. Daytona, I'd learned how to draft. And what was cool about this is the realistic graphics and gameplay and physics. So you could flip. So you could do that. And you got, if you went online, you could, people made these custom cars with custom paint schemes. You could download those, put those in your game. And for the longest time, I raced uh, Looney Tunes Pontiac. Nice. Just because it was so unique and so different. Yeah. It was my car. And it was so much fun. And the, and the only con I have of it is I didn't play it enough. I could, I didn't, I can't, I wish I could have played it more. Because it, I bought it, my first, one of my first paychecks, I bought a NASCAR steering wheel with a sequential, sequential shifter, the mm-hmm. whole nine. And I felt like I was awesome. I hadn't even used my dad's laptop because I didn't have a computer. But I'd sit there, crank it up, just bang, just race all day. And that was that was the story where I put the camera, be, the video camera behind my head, and my dad came in and thought I was watching. He was I was watching the race. He's like, "No, you're playing," and I had the helmet and everything. Nice. Yeah, and he said, "I'm worried about you." NASCAR race in 2002. <laughs> that was the day. Our, and, and, and if crazy thing about this game is, I played it up in when I was going to NTI with another fan of ours, Robert Keller and Charlie. We set up computers and have dividers and race against each other. In fact. Robert at one point wrecked out at Daytona. Then the wreck out spun out, so he turned around and went backwards. And I'm, ra- I'm, I'm maybe like fifteenth. 
runs head on into the field. I'm the only one that made it out. I said, I won. <laughs> I said, your plan was foiled. <laughs> but that was a lot wow. of fun. NASCAR Racing 2002, and that was a tough one because it was between that and NASCAR Racing 2003, which you can't find anymore. NASCAR Racing 2003, it's like a jewel within the NASCAR racing community because that was the precursor to iRacing. I feel like NASCAR 2003, I think there's a, still a, a community out there for that. There is, and I got it, but... I need to get a CD-ROM for my computer. To yeah, they do a lot of um, patches to it and stuff like that because they have like almost like the up-to-date cars in it. Yeah, and you could get mods for it and mm-hmm. you know update the tracks. Like you could get the monster cars. I had the monster indie cars. You could get indie cars. You could get Xfinity cars, truck cars. I mean, you could get anything you want. It's a really cool series too. It's a lot of fun and it's time-consuming, man. And it's free. It isn't like iRacing where you have to pay for this track or oh, this car came out. No, it's it's. Man, that's it. And NASCAR Racing 2002, man. Hours. Wow. Hours playing it. Awesome. But you're number one. Well, okay, I'm curious to see. What's your number one? <laughs> well, this is, you probably already going to know. My number one is in part thanks to you. You're welcome. I got your old steering wheel set up. Ah. So yes. you know where this is going. Formula One. Okay. 2020. Recent I game. have Yes. I have spent so many hours on this game. Thanks to getting your old uh, steering wheel set up. It's overall, I mean, this game has been nominated for various awards in the gaming community so far this year. I mean, the graphics are awesome. Right. The racing is great. Uh, there's just there's so much you can do with it. It's just, there's some things I don't like. So, like, one thing I don't like is, yes, you can start your career in Formula 2, but I wish you could, like, create a Formula 2 team. Like, right. that would be cool to do. Like, what if I just want to strictly race in Formula 2? That'd be neat. But other than that, it's a it's a good game. There, there could be some other things that could be added to it, but I think that's one of the big things for me is why can't I make a Formula 2 team and just race Formula 2? Because you can't you can't go and uh, do it. So when you start a, a career, so like when you're doing the career, if you start in Formula 2 and do the whole season, you don't get to do in between. So like if you're in Formula 1 season, you you know, you have to um, buy parts for the team where, you know, right. you earn things, you can integrate parts in there, do R&D and stuff like that. But like with Formula 2, if you start Formula 2, it just goes from weekend to weekend. That's it. You can't do anything to the car. Well, the cars are equal anyways. But still, there's still things in between that. Like in the Formula 1 career, you have like different um, invitational events you go to and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But in general, the racing is great. I've spent way too many hours on this game probably. (laughs) I I would say the only Formula 1 game that would be an honorable mention for me is Formula 1 1999 99 it was like formula one for 99 and the reason i say it was a playstation game okay and i would play third person so top down i would play top down and i would race only one track that was my favorite track and it was hungry okay and i got to the point where i knew all the shifting all the stuff i got where i could do that sub one minute Oh. I kid you not. I would laugh Michael Schumacher. Wow. I, again, I had it on easy. But it's but, but still even on easy, sub one minute, oh I'd be but still, in a Jordan. But still to get everything <laughs> down to how many times you're gonna have to shift before each corner. I mean that yeah, one of my, right there takes my, a lot. One of our family friends named Bill, he would come over and I'd just talk to him about racing all the time. I say, Bill, you gotta check this out. Look what I figured out. I said, I could, break, I could beat this track in one minute, less than a minute. And so I'd get out there and do it, and he'd say, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, 
I mean, I, I I have to give it to you. That's a lot to get down, anyways. Just to, to know how many times you got to shift. Yeah, I had no life in high. This was in high school. I mean, as well. just think. I've spent a lot of time on this Formula One game, and even I have not been able. Even though I still well, race mostly automatic, it's still when I'm racing. I try to think about how many times I'm going to have to shift, anyways. So when I get to that point, finally of figuring it all out, you're overthinking it, man. I don't know, man. You're I, <laughs> I don't know. I do a lot of... Uh, I spend so much time on the game that I probably will do almost all three practice sessions in full. Right. Well, I tell you what. That was your number one, Formula One yeah. 2020. My number one, and probably no surprise to you, iRacing. Yeah, I, yeah, that's... And yeah. I, this is the best and most realistic sim on the market. Not only is it NASCAR, but you have late models, dirt late models, sprint cars... Road course, oval, for both asphalt and dirt. I mean, it's just a whole community. No matter what you like, you can race prototypes, you can race formula cars, you can race indie cars, stock cars, late models. This is the game. Now, the downside to that is each car costs 12 bucks. Each track costs 12 to 14 bucks. And even the tracks that were from, iRace, from NASCAR Racing 2003, there was this three-mile, 36-degree bang track called Coca-Cola Speedway. They took that and turned it into iRacing Speedway, and all the fans of the NASCAR racing games will know that track. So they didn't have to go out there and scan it. They didn't have to do anything. They just had to do a few graphics changes and update stuff, and they charged 12 bucks to download it. I think it should have been free for everybody for Christmas 2020 for everybody, but that's just me. But, NASCAR, but iRacing is so much fun that Charlie and I played last night, and he spotted for me in a truck race. And that's a great thing about it. You get on there with your buddy. Hey, I'll spot for you, and he could spot for you, or you could spot for him. You two could race against each other and take care of that. And just many add-ons. It's a true simulation. You feel every bump in the track through the force feedback in your wheel. Great physics. You earn everything through safety rating, your licenses. You start off on the rookie series and in the street stocks and make your way all the way up to the A-class and NASCAR Cup Series. You earn it. The cons are, however, that it does cost a lot, and you're at the mercy of everybody else. Yep. You know, like yesterday I was racing a truck race and started 13th and didn't really figure it out, but I was getting better and better as the run came on. Staying out of everybody's way and avoiding accidents made my way up to 7th by the end of the race. But right before the end of the race, somebody got a little crazy and there was no place for me to go. I hit someone and got an incident point. And that affected my safety rating. I got a plus .01. I could have gotten more because up to that point, I had a clean race. So you kind of at the mercy of everybody else, and you need a decent computer to run it. My computer right now can run it perfectly, no problem, load up fast. However, the computer that I sold to Charlie was could be better, but it could be worse. But at the same time, you get in there, you play it, and it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I wish you would do it, and I want to start a uh, in the marbles iRacing league, but I don't know how many people right now will do it. But I tell you what. We could get enough people to kind of comment on something. It's like, yeah, I'll do it. Maybe like 20 people, I'll do it. I'll eventually get there. I would love to get into iRacing at some point. It's a lot of fun. It looks like a and, lot of fun. Um, a couple times I tried it before. It's very realistic. It's it's a lot of fun. And, and, you know, it's just time consuming for me. I don't play it a lot. I mean, look, when you put me in that race against, uh, I think it was AIs on Daytona. Oh, it's tough. It scared the crap out of me. Oh, it's tough. I didn't know what to do. I was stuck in the middle of that pack. Yeah. It was the scariest thing ever. In fact, yesterday, <laughs> speaking of flipping, like we were racing that three-mile, 36-degree bank track where you can run wide open, 
and it's unrestricted. So you're running about 240. Oh, and so crap. I'm going on, I'm going, I'm, I'm working with Charlie, I'm like stay inside, stay inside. And I go low because I got ahead of him. And there was a car sp- stopped on the track. It's like, I can't go anywhere. And I T-boned him at 240 miles an hour. I went, Poof. and Charlie said, I just saw you flip. It's like, I went away, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. Yeah, I'm dead. But that was my, wow. uh, your number one was Formula One game. So that was our top five racing games. Let's see what everybody else says. Ultimate NASCAR simulation experience. I don't. I've never heard of that, but that's from James or from Jim at Unhinged Sports Network. James Maples is Need for Speed Underground, Formula One 2020, NASCAR Racing 05, and NASCAR Thunder 04. All good games. MX versus ATV. It looks like from Brian Stone. Midnight Club Dub. Ah, oh, I do remember the Midnight Club Dub City Edition game. I have no idea what that is. And that was from. As everybody else, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Racing video games are a lot of fun for me, and that was our top uh, five video games. Nobody got it, so nobody got a T-shirt. I'm surprised about that. I'm not. I think we covered everything else but video games on this show. <laughs> Preston, you have any honorable mentions? Honorable mentions? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think because I haven't really. I mean, like I remember like the Need for Speed game, but I never right. really played that too much, so I wouldn't put that in there. Maybe maybe the Midnight Club. I mean that that game was pretty interesting. That was more of like racing through the city, right. and you you would uh, you could buy cars and just like customize it and stuff like that. But it yeah, I mean that was a pretty good game. Maybe that would be an honorable mention. But I think I really remember any other racing games. No. All right, well I don't either, buddy. It's okay, but <laughs> it's still so many out there. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get into our final thoughts and wrap up the show. Get ready for racing at daytona can't wait buddies and so we're going to go ahead and get to our final thoughts but not before an ad read from fanatics and a few from the unhinged sports network this is in the marbles and we'll be right back after this all right Preston. before i wanted to get into our next segment here i wanted to remind all the fans out there listening on your regular podcast platform or on the unhinged sports network about our partnership with fanatics where you could get all your sports gears needs ready for the 2021 season for maybe NASCAR. I'm buying some NASCAR t-shirts, hats, and getting ready to go to Daytona and support the teams there and support NASCAR. But not only just NASCAR, you could get any hockey stuff. I get Washington Capitals gear there all the time. I get. Uh, I just ordered some more Vegas stuff off oh, of there. See, you could get anything you need for any team that you want on fanatics.com. If you head over to our partners tab on, at inthemarbles.net, all the way at the bottom, you will see a link to our Fanatics page, and it'll start you off at NASCAR, but then you could branch off and go anywhere you want. That's in the marbles.net under the Partners page for Fanatics, and anything will help out the Unhinged Sports Network. And if you want to listen to the Unhinged Sports Network, you can head over to unhingedsn.com or just click under the Unhinged tab at in the marbles.net and click on the link, and it'll take you right there. That's unhingedsn.com. Go check them out. White flag, white flag. One lap to go. One lap right here. Final thoughts for this week here at In the Marbles. And got the driver of the week here. And our driver of the week this week here at In the Marbles is Buddy Arrington. Buddy Arrington? Arrington. Okay. Buddy Arrington, born July 26, 1938 in Martinsville, Virginia, raced 560 races over 25 years in the Cup Series. Zero wins, 15 top fives. 103 top tens and zero pulls. His first race came at the 1963 Jacksonville 200 at Jacksonville, and the last race came in the 1988 Firecracker 400 at Daytona. Arrington, Arring, 
Arrington, Arrington. I'm just gonna say Arrington. I almost went Arrington, not Arrington. Now Arrington had the second most starts without a win in NASCAR history. Second most starts. He's a notable figure in NASCAR, and this is why I picked him for being really loyal to Mopar, driving Chryslers, driving Dodges, and just drove Mopar throughout his entire career in NASCAR. And what made him unique as a driver and really one of those good old boy stories was his dedication and positive career throughout NASCAR against unsurmountable odds against the Petty of Motorsports and the Junior Johnsons and Wood Brothers Racing. He was just one of those guys who would show up, didn't complain, always had a smile on his face, and he just did a good job. Buddy Arrington. As your driver of the week this week here at In the Marbles in Preston. Yes. What is our Forgotten Speedway? This should be it, and then we should get and start getting into this week in NASCAR again. Yeah. But what is our Forgotten Speedway? Speedway Park, located in Jacksonville, Florida. Never heard of it. Yeah, it is a. Uh, it was. I, I found that because of uh, Buddy Arrington. That half was his, mile dirt oval. Yeah, half mile. Half dirt mile oval. dirt oval opened in 1947, closed in 1973. Built on family land by Eddie Bland. I think I'm saying that right. Yep. But Eddie Bland, yes. Held NASCAR races in 1951, 52, 54, 55, 61, and 64. Oh, here's an interesting little tidbit. The final NASCAR race in 1964 was won by Wendell Scott. That's right. Nice. Uh, first race winner, Herb Thomas. Lee Petty and Herb Thomas both won two races there, and the site is now a housing development, which seems to be the trend for a, a decent amount of tracks that get yeah, lost. Yeah, it is, but... That's just the way it is sometimes, man. Unless you're a big established name like a Daytona Talladega, you're going to be a housing developer one day. Ooh. And that's really unfortunate. But Preston, I think that was a fun show. We had a, uh, again, was, I feel like it was a filler show. Just yeah, we'll really the, have more to talk about next week. Just again. one of those things where racing's coming back here soon. I can't wait for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Clash again is going to be on February 9th at 7 p.m. So maybe, oh my gosh, if we're off. Maybe we'll live stream it together. Ooh. I never thought of that. Uh, only if a lot of people want to watch us watch the race or watch the race with us and we could communicate with them. I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, we should. That would be a lot of fun. We might, we'll see if we can do that. But 7 o'clock, either way, on Fox, I believe. It's either Fox or FS1. I'll get that for you and post it online, the schedule, whatever. Look everything. at Jim in the chat says that uh, two blocks away from his old house. How about oh, that? Hey, how about that? You're welcome, Jim. No. You can thank uh, Matt for that one, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was a fun little piece of history right there. If we, a... if we can't have it this week in NASCAR, we're going to have a forgotten speedway here and in the Marvels and yeah. talk about the history of the sport. It's going to be a lot. It's that's I like that segment. I like the final thoughts segment like mm-hmm. that. But maybe you do live stream. It'll be a lot of fun. It's kind of late notice, but we'll we'll try to make that happen. Yeah, if we'll not, see. if not, we'll catch a few races here and there throughout the year. Oh, for sure, we could do a live stream. But Preston, you have anything else before we wrap it up here? Nope, nothing else. All right, buddy. Well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I'd like to thank everybody so much for tuning in to us this week here in the Marbles. Whether you're on on the Unhinged Sports Network or on your regular podcast platform, we appreciate it. Make sure to go to InTheMarbles.net to sign up for In the Marbles 2.0. Before the Daytona 500 here in the next couple of weeks, I'd like to thank all of our partners, Fubo, Fanatics, Dr. Squatch, Stand Up to Cancer, and Flag and Anthem for all they do for not only the Unhinged Sports Network, for he, us here at In the Marbles, 
for Preston Lude. I'm Matt Beamer. Thank you so much for tuning in to us this week. Stay safe and have a good rest of your week. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.